Hey everyone, I'm Halise Beast, a video producer and digital storyteller. And I'm Mr. Halise, and I enjoyed watching Scrubs when I was in high school. And now. And this is the Beast Cast, your favorite aunt and uncle talking about married life and things like such as. It's nice to meet you. Roll that intro. <laughs> Um, so the topic today is, can men and women be friends? Platonic friends. Yeah. I don't, I don't know. Yes, I think. No, actually, you know what? I say yes, just because I have male friends. <laughs> um, so I'm going to go yes. So I think we should talk about it, one, outside of our lib perspective now. Okay. Which is single. So like trying to remember back and trying to imagine single people, right? Mm -hmm. And then also as, as married partners, right? So I'm gonna say no. Oh. Yeah, and this is also why we didn't talk about it beforehand, because I wanted that, oh, yeah, okay. the reaction and like maybe the probing of questions. Yeah. Excuse me, <laughs> or probing questions. Lord, I'm so burpy in these podcasts. You're um, burpy in general. I'm sorry. You're just a gassy man. You are. That'll be the intro to another one. We'll see if anyone picks up on it. I'm Mr. Halise, and I'm a gassy man. Yeah. Okay. Um, so you don't think? Wow. Okay. I re so when even when I was single, I had a lot of male friends. Mm -hmm. Um, and I don't, I don't think it hindered me. Maybe it did hinder my potential partnerships. I also didn't date a lot though. I don't, I don't know. I don't think it's a matter of like hindering potential partnerships. I think it's just, and again, this is because this is, again, our lived experience. It's gendered, right? Yeah. So this is like the classic. Heterosexual I, experience. Oh, let's, let's not say that. Let's just say heterosexual, right? It's not yeah. classic. Yeah. Um, it's the heterosexual experience. Right. So That's I can word. only speak for myself and you can extrapolate from that other men, right? Okay. So, yeah, I don't think it, it complicates like your relationships with other people. I mean, it can, but I feel like it more just complicates the relationship itself. The relationship between you and this opposite sex person? Yeah, so like... Okay, just make yes. sure I understand what you mean yeah, sorry. by that. Um, mm. So I was reading some like pseudoscientific stuff, and I'm not going to quote anything, so none of this is truly scientific, but, you know, like men... It, it was shown, and like in... These are like qualitative studies, so they're not like actual hard numbers but mm -hmm. um it was shown that you know men typically see that uh it's like what do you want out of the relationship and it's like well typically you know i'm i am perceived as more attractive to the woman because i see that the woman is more attractive to me you know just like i feel like there's just an innate deficit in what a man and a woman want out of relationships hmm Interesting. Um, like the man always feels like you are desired. Mm. It's not it's not a rational thought. Okay. <laughs> this was my next thing. I like, mean, I, I, I've, I've had like I, I have this thought uh -huh. where it's like, oh, you know, like a, like women just probably, you know, want something out of you. Really? Yeah. Okay. It's, it's almost like like a crazy puppet. Interesting. It's like a crazy like, puppet on the other side of the room, like in the corner. And uh -huh. it's just like, maybe she wants a relationship with you. And it's like, what are you, 
How are you still here? <laughs> it's been 31 years. What's wrong with you? And it's just like, it, it doesn't make any sense. Interesting. Okay. But it's, a, it's a little like voice in your head. I mean, I guess so. I, so I can, yeah, I can only speak from, you know, my experience or whatever. And I always had a lot of guy friends growing up and into my, I guess, young adult years. Um, but I think a lot of that was just because my interests were very typically seen as masculine interests. Mm. And so it just kind of lended itself to that thing. However, I did notice a sharp decrease in male friends when I got married or when I be, when it became very obvious that I was serious about you. Mm. Um, like even just in some of the language that some of some of the guys that I just used to hang out with um, that I always assumed it was very platonic. Um, some of the language that they would use, I was like, oh, you were maybe holding out to see if this would work out. You know what I mean? And Suckers. And I, I definitely gave off that. Just my general, I think my general demeanor once I was with you, I definitely gave off that vibe like, it's going to work out. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like not even on, not even trying to like flaunt the fact that I was with you, but just I know I adjusted my presence, I think with people you know um and so i noticed that some guy friends like weren't my friends anymore mm, so imagine that you know maybe there is something to it yeah i guess from the single perspective there i think i still think that men and women can be platonic friends i'm not saying it's impossible yeah i think everything that's kind of built around our social interactions though it it makes it hard to have that so, again, in some of these studies, um, I'm just going to say internet articles because that actually sounds more credible. Yeah, right? internet articles. That internet articles because it's just whatever, yeah. whatever internet articles. Um, so they, they say that there's an innate, like, cost versus benefit thing that mm. people don't, like, consciously do or make. Um, but it, it is a thing. And so women enjoy the perks. And so each gender thinks that, the perks that the other one feels are actually a cost to them. Mm. So women tend to enjoy, you know, like a shared, and this is all like very sterile and like kind of weirdly scientific in, in the verbiage that they use, but it's like women enjoy the resources that they share in these relationships. Um, so whether it's like networking or um, maybe the other friend like pitches in with some of the meals or like paying for some of the outings or something like there's there's pooled resources oh yeah okay and so that the, totally makes i get i can understand understand that right so women tend to to see that as more of a benefit and totally. they, they also tend to have more of respect for the like they also tend to understand what a platonic relationship is yes and <laughs> desire that yes whereas with men Again, they see themselves as being more attractive. It's like, oh yeah, of course she's probably attractive to, or attracted to me. That's why she's hanging out with me. And then they yeah. would they would interview the other the woman, mm -hmm. and it, that was not the case. It's like, no, it's I don't think he's attracted to me, and I'm not attracted to him. No, she's just nice to have around. It's, you right. know, good companionship. Um, like we're helping each other out. Like I actually know like a prime example of that actually is um, someone who's appeared on the channel a few times, which is Keith. Mm -hmm. you know based out of the studio so back when we used to live in austin one of my good friends um keith he owned a studio in austin beep bop <laughs> if, if he watches this, i know if he watches this he'll, he'll get, get it. it he'll know inside joke um and i first actually met him when i was like 
11 years old. Um, he went to college with my sister, actually. Um, but then moving into Austin and becoming a video producer, I ended up building a relationship with him, a pretty close one, because we're both in a very similar um, career, career path. Yeah. And it was just a mutually beneficial friendship, you know? Um, so much so that, you know, I'll be texting him and all this kind of stuff. And he's telling me about who he's dating and, you know, all these, it's just silliness, you know? He's basically like a big brother and, like, I don't see him in that way. I mean, he's a handsome guy or whatever, but I don't see him like... He's an attractive man. Yeah, he's a good-looking dude, you know? I mean, he's got the whole swarthy Italian thing going for him. So anyway, um, yeah, but like I don't see... I pure, Yeah, I see that very much as like a mutually beneficial friendship to maintain. Right. Or like my relationship with belief, you know? Belief in fatherhood. Um, him and I message and stuff like that from time to time. Again, all of these are like friendships I have post-marriage I guess um but like I see belief literally as a cousin like literally he's my cousin that's how I see it you know mm. um and there's nothing you know I don't know just purely a friend so I mean earlier in the relationship I've always been an insecure in relationships anyway and yeah. so I was always kind of wary about like who's that dude you hanging out with what's the relationship were like, you is there you hit it pretty well is there like any legitimacy to me fe feeling threatened or like having to bring something up. Yeah. Excuse me. And you would just need to like listen. And it's like, no, no. Okay, cool. Um, but again, this taps into the marriage thing, which I don't want to talk about till just about later. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Um, anyway, so back to the original point. So men, women see, you know, like shared resources and like the benefits of the relationship. Men um, see more. Of, I mean, they, they see the potential for romantic or sexual relationships in every relationship, right? They see that potential. Ah, that's a good way to put that. Okay. Um, and so... That's not the immediate interaction I think most women are going for, yeah. Right. Or but, at least not. that's not what I was ever immediately going for with so, any friendship. Yeah. And, I'm, and again, I'm, not, I'm talking generally, and I'm talking about... Um, my of source course. is an internet article, which is unnamed yeah. to y'all. But <laughs> um, yeah, so men typically see you know like I'm, I'm investing into a relationship um and there's always kind of the potential for a romance um maybe maybe not mm -hmm. but they see and again we're talking maybe like single people but they see that if there is no reciprocity in romantic interest then it be then you become like friend zoned and right. so the term friend zone is actually just and this was somebody's hypothesis the term friend zone is actually just an imbalance in the relationship so oh. the man or woman, whoever it is, like clearly wanted something out of the relationship, but the other person wasn't interested. Yeah. And so at the end of the article, they eventually just said, you know, seek out balanced relationships and mm. make your um, make your intentions known. Yeah. Like you're I think, clearly we're clearly married. And it's like, you know, I don't want. Yeah, I don't want to fare all up in my business. <laughs> yeah, totally. Beep, 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 hey everyone, thanks so much for listening slash watching this BeastCast episode. If you are new here, a few things that will help us out. Um, like this video if you are watching, like the video, and subscribe if you haven't, because you should. It's a thing to do. It's great content. Great content. Um, and then also, if you want to take it a little bit further, one of the best things you can do is let the ads play on this video because that really helps on the back end for me and if you're new to that's like good youtube etiquette in general 
watch the ads. It helps us all out. You know what I'm saying? Um, and if you want to take it an even step further, a step further, support the Beastcast and this channel on Patreon, patreon.com slash Halise. I'm gesturing to show wherever the link is. Okay. <laughs> Patreon.com slash Halise. Um, there is no maximum. Wait. Yeah, there is no minimum that you can mm. give uh, per creation. All you have to do is just set a monthly limit, and that is it. can even be a dollar. It can even be a dollar. Whatever you want to give to support this channel and the Beastcast, greatly appreciated. If you're listening, leave us a review wherever you're listening to us from because that helps us get better. And then if we get enough reviews, then there's a rating. So that's cool too. Mm. So please do that. It really helps us out. And thank you so much for being here. Thank you for finding our little crevice of the internet. We appreciate you. Snuggle up with the crevice. Yeah. Oh, and then one other thing. I want to mention who some of our new Patreon producers Ooh. are because we've gotten a few new ones. Who are they? All the names went away. That's not cool. And so we are just filling in dead air. Oh. I do not have a good singing voice. Oh, love. Sing okay, here we go. Stop. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, some new Patreon producers that we have that joined to support the Beast Cast and also this channel. Hey, Kemi. Kemi. Kemi Bello. How Hello. you doing? Um, oh, Lord, I hope I'm saying your name right. Celise? Celise Collier? Collier? Is that how you say that? Sure. I hope I'm saying your name right. I'm sorry. Or it could be Celise. Celise? I would say that the... I would say Celise. Oh. All right. Celise Collier. Hi. Welcome. How you doing? And then Poseidon 10, 11... What was it? 13. Yeah. It's Poseidon 13. Poseidon 13. There's not Poseidon 10, 11, 13. I was counting it out. <laughs> That's a... I was counting it out because it's like Roman numerals. Anyway, Poseidon 13, what's up? How Dude, you doing? it has been a minute. Didn't know you were still around. Yeah. Thank you so much for supporting the Beastcast and also this channel. I appreciate y'all. Welcome to the family. It's good to meet you. Back to the Beastcast. Bye. So I know I know the, men, the friend zone for men is a term that they use or whatever. Right. Um... This actually just speaks to just, yeah, the blatant differences of what, you know, across the gender lines, what people want inherently out of relationships. Because, yeah, I think most women, speaking very broadly, mm. are going to be seeking out just, yeah, companionship, like true friendship in a platonic way because of the camaraderie that that brings, because of, yeah, the added um, just like uh, emotional benefit that that can bring to your overall well-being. I feel like this taps into also like, um, like you don't have a lot of friends. And I feel like a lot of men in general don't have a lot of friends that they can tap into for like emotional support. Right. You know, that's something that like is a, I think is a struggle socially across like masculine lines or whatever, right? Mm. Um, and I feel like for, at least for heterosexual men, they end up putting a lot of that emotional need and emotional support onto women. Whereas we are, I think we, because of just like the social differences that we have to face, women inherently seek out those emotional More supports. varied sources, yeah. Yeah, you know, like if you ever passed, like passed away suddenly or died or whatever, I think this is why, like, this stu that study is, I think, pretty still relevant, how women and men who are married 
men end up living longer once they get married because they finally get that emotional support Yay. partially. Um, but then women, like most women end up outliving their male spouses, right? And even so, once, even though they outlive them, they outlive them like significantly longer because they have already built a lot of other friendships and a lot of other emotional support right. outside of their spouse, even right. when they had them, you know? Hmm. Um, and so I think that's the thing. Like, I worry about you. Like, if I drop dead tomorrow, who are you going to talk to? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, who are you really going to talk to? Remember that, uh, the, puppet that's, the puppet that's in the corner of the room in my head. That's mm. probably the dude that I'll talk to. Okay. Except instead of being all frantic and spastic, it'll mm -hmm. just say, like, how you doing today, man? I mean, it's, it's interesting because I, I notice now as you're getting a little bit older and you're working consistent, you know, working at the hospital, stuff like that, you're starting to have more of these deeper friendships with other men. Oh, no, this <laughs> like is just Craig. funny. This is just funny because like the relationships that I'm developing at work, like they're slowly trickling out. Because I know of everyone the, keeps leaving. Because of the culture at the office. <laughs> yeah, oh, it's funny. I know. But still, That's congratulations to them. Congratulations on your new, your new yes. stuff. But like I've noticed. So happy for you. <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm, I'm very happy for them. <laughs> um, but I've noticed that, you know, you are slowly, and I think some of this is just you in general being an introvert. You're slowly starting to cultivate more deeper friendships that's, outside of me that's always been the case even back when i was um younger and in school mm. um like i would just be very reserved and quiet and yeah. i never really reached out to anybody and eventually i would start interacting with people and then opening up yeah it just takes me a long time yeah i'm like a vine just like slowly and then eventually you wake up one day and it's like oh man i'm entangled in this dude whatever <laughs> i mean i guess so but see that's it's interesting for me to see that outside of our relationship because I don't feel like that's how our relationship happened at all. Mm -mm. Like you were very forthright in wanting to be my friend, mm -hmm. like from the jump, you know? And mm -hmm. then it wasn't until I saw you interacting with other people. I was like, Oh, you awkward as hell. What is going on? <laughs> it's true. Cause he wasn't awkward around me at all. Like at all. It's a conscious decision. I guess so. I always have said you can be quite charismatic when you want to be. And so shifting, so that's my understanding of it from just like a male and female perspective or like the gendered um, norm. Yeah, I, gender I keep, norms, whatever, gender, gender norms. Sure, let's say that. Um, yeah. And again, single people. So being married, I come at it from, there's always that little voice where it's like, oh, you know, women always want something from you. Um, I think that's always just in my head that there's a potential for people to want things from you, regardless of whether it's sexual or romantic in nature. It's just people. I don't know what people want. Mm. And so it's always just like just keeping them a little bit at arm's bay. Interesting. Um, arm's length, I should say. Anyway, so I think I don't know when or how I developed it, but like I, I just shut like any interaction with women for the most part. Um it's just like, nope, don't care. Really? Yeah, well, yeah, I mean, you you know, you've seen this firsthand. Where it's, oh, yeah, no, yeah. Like a woman comes up and it's just like, shut. Yeah, like your whole body language changes. Yeah. You're just not, like you're not paying attention. <laughs> well, well, you're paying attention, but you're just not, I don't know. You're just, I don't know. Unless I need to be, you know, like professional or like outgoing for whatever reason. Mm -hmm. It's like, I am not letting, I'm letting you know that I am just like shutting down. Like there's just nothing here. 
Yeah. You don't even, yeah, for you, it's like, I don't even want you to even have an inkling of an idea right. of a maybe that I am in, in any kind of way being like forthcoming to you or being right. just like approaching you in a, in a like potentially maybe kind of sort of could be seen as sexual way. Like you're very like emotional. Concrete. No, like if, there, <laughs> if a seed drops on the emotional concrete, like it just, it goes nowhere. It just yeah. turns into a husk and it's very dust. interesting to see. Yeah. Well, I'm also very, well, it makes you very, it makes you seem very safe too though. So I think well, I sometimes mean, it has the opposite effect. Well, no, so like, and that's <laughs> but like, I want I want women to think that they should be safe around me mm -hmm. uh, because I am not a sexual creature when I am around them. Yeah. Um, and that's also the case when I'm running, like specifically when I'm running, because if I see, or when we used to run on the trails, um, when I saw a woman coming, I would go as far out of the way as possible. And then after a couple, um, just like a couple incidents of just, you know, like how are they interacting with me? Mm -hmm. They're not making eye contact for the most part. Yeah. They're not trying, like they're just in their own lanes. It's like, cool, men would pass by. I would actively make eye contact and wave and like even actually say like, you know, how are you doing? What's up? Or yeah. they would like, they would reciprocate. Yeah. But with women, I don't even like, instead of, I'll either look straight ahead or just to the right, like completely away from them. Yeah. And it's like, I'm not interested in you. I'm not involved with you. Like, yeah, I'm, I'm not checking you out. I'm not right. doing anything. You're doing your thing. I'm doing my thing. Like, Godspeed. I mean, I think that's fair because I know as, as a woman runner as well, when I was in the trails and stuff like that, yeah, if another guy is like, if I'm about to pass another guy, unfortunately, in our society, you're just taught to consciously fear. Like, the baseline is fear mm -hmm. to a certain degree with any like initial male interaction, you know? Especially if you're just trying, to, especially if you're one, you're alone. Um, you know, and if you're like, even if you're not small, but just if you're a petite, like I'm a petite woman, you know? Like you just have to, unfort in the world we live in, <laughs> you have to just think the worst. Think defensively, right. And think defensively of most men and most male interactions. You know, I wish that wasn't the case. Um, I actively try to not do like think so negatively, you know, because um, it doesn't help either. But yeah, that's a good point. Inherently, I just think I believe that men. I I don't know why, but it's just men will always want something out of out of whatever. Like they will always try to squeeze water out of a rock. Oh. Whether that's like getting ahead in a relationship, or whether that's like you know finding your way into like a friendship and it's like, well, you know, I actually really like her and she doesn't. And like, I don't want to be friend zoned. So I'm just going to like either like manipulate the situation to make it work wow. or whatever. Yeah. Um, I just, I don't, I don't believe in the human race. And then in particular, I don't really believe in men. Wow. Um, I, I feel like I can have platonic relationships, obviously. Obviously. Because, because you have them. <laughs> right. Otherwise, if I was admitting that on camera, this would be a weird video. What? Or a popular video. And it's like, oh, I, I can't maintain platonic relationships with women, even though I'm married. That would just be, that would just be weird. Um, I mean, you know, if that's what you got to do mm, to stay in your marriage or whatever, I, I guess. No, what? I don't know. I don't know, man. We're um, just talking about it. So let me pose to you. Like, you... You say that you have platonic relationships, right? Mm -hmm. With male peers or male friends at this point. Mm -hmm. um, 
do you feel like you can interact with them? I'm assuming that that these are heterosexual. Like if you if you have gay friends, obviously this doesn't count. But <laughs> mm-hmm. like you can spend you spent the night um, over with other friends, right? While you were married, you, female like, friends. Female oh friends. yeah, yes. Um, <laughs> I was yes. Like, what? No. Sorry, sorry. Um, <laughs> but would you feel comfortable doing the same in front of those male friends, like even mm, while you're married? Wow. So I'm not like specific. Like, to the question, can yeah. men or women have platonic relationships? And so even if you can say yes in the marriage, I feel like I do, do you really feel like you can eliminate Yeah. Ooh. that sense that men may or may not ever want anything? Ooh, Ooh this is uncomfortable. <laughs> well, because there was, there was a case where, was it VidCon? So when I was shooting my Creators for Change video in London... And I'll link to that in the eye. Um, Belief in Fatherhood helped me shoot a lot of that video, which, mm-hmm. thank you so much, was really helpful. And while I was in the process of planning and producing that, um, one aspect of it was we actually were going to stay in London past the Creators for Change camp that we were all going to. Um, and so I was, as a pro- I was completely in producer mode. And it was actually, I think, you and Belief in general who kind of, like, reminded me a little bit of it because um, when I was booking the hotel, I was looking at Airbnbs and I was just looking at Airbnbs in terms of like, oh, like literally two bedroom, two bath, like mm-hmm. a part like uh, like dorm style Airbnbs. So he can have his side, I have my side and like it's cool, you know, um, because those are actually cheaper than just staying in the hotels. And I was trying to utilize my creators for change dollars like as, effic- like as efficiently. Right. I was completely in producer mode this was more budgetary yeah I was completely in producer mode for it um but I was talking to belief about it and showing him like where it was and he immediately like squashed it and was like nah I need my own hotel room like not attached to yours at all and I was like pause you know (laughs) like I was a little I was like I wasn't offended but I was just like why is he being this way this is weird and he was the one that was kind of like I don't feel he like used the word I feel uncomfortable doing that and then I stopped like I got I pulled myself out of producer mode and was like oh I understand this um I'm like crossing a line of some kind. Well, then you brought it up to me, and I was like, "That." And even you were like, "That's weird." That is weird that you. Yeah, you were like, "I don't know if I like that you would stay in a hotel room with this random other guy because you'd never met him and like things like that." Well, you were telling me, no, I mean, it's it's most it's clearly for budget and like this and that, and he would understand it, and I was like, "Mm." I mean, cautiously, sure, but Mm -hmm. I still I was never comfortable with it. Yeah, and so I was like, "Okay," and you know, I just booked hotel rooms and there you go <laughs> that was the end of that but yeah it was a good that's a good point because I think I don't know like yeah I don't know if I would ever if it wasn't purely for like work or some kind of like end result goal thing as to why I was doing it I wouldn't just be like spending a night at a male friend's house yeah. just to do that because that is like a line of some kind and I'm not trying, so there Even are, though I think it, it's, you always want to give people the respect of the doubt, right? Mm-hmm. Um, benefit, benefit of the doubt. Benefit of the doubt, and just like the, res- I think that's a bit of respect. Respect, respect okay. of the doubt, you know? Um, so, yeah, but even then it still is like, eh, well, why am I staying there, you know? Right. So, do I have to, you know? But I feel like this, so for me, I think the reason why it doesn't give 
I feel like there's a very heterosexual like lane of thought because a lot of my friends are queer. <laughs> so like the same thing that was giving you pause with mm -hmm. Glenn staying with me could easily, like to me it's like I got 10 other female friends where like you should have the same level of pause. Oh, I do. Oh, okay. <laughs> See, I didn't know that. You know what I'm saying? So that's why I'm just kind of like, I mean, why? Did, so I guess for me, it's kind of like if, if literally anything is on the table, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. That's why I was like, Glenn can just stay with me. Who cares? You know? Mm -hmm. <laughs> and that's like my frame well, of yeah. reference. So there's, it's, it's just like with me, men will want something from you. Mm -hmm. And I'm not, I'm not saying that women cannot do the same thing. Like mm -hmm. if, if they're, um, a non-heterosexual person. You say queer, it's easier. A queer. That kind of gets they're a, everyone well, in there. Well, I don't know if that was um, PC. But anyway, yeah, yeah if, they're, if they're a queer person, um, yeah, I mean, they can, if they wanted to have sex with somebody, they're going to have sex with somebody. It doesn't matter. Yeah, they're going to make that advancement. Right. You know? So, I mean, I always have pause. It's like, mm, you're spending in the night and it's a person there. It's like, are they in a relationship? Mm. So the catalyst yes. for you is just like, is this person in a relationship right. with someone else? Like, is there a barrier between, yeah. like, potentially anything that can happen? Ah. And I mean... Like as, a morality barrier, because that's all that really is, is a, like a moral barrier. Yeah. I mean, it's a trust system. Yeah. Um, but speaking of the trust system, as a relationship and the marriage, like, got more and more experience, like, as we got older and developed into this relationship and grew into it. Yeah. I, I mean, I trust you. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I know you're not going to do something like that. Yeah. But I still don't trust other people. Yeah. But it's like, by that same logic, anything can happen with anyone. You know? I'm sure. But I don't, I guess the fear I have is that I don't want people to, or, I, or maybe it's just myself, I don't want to limit the potential of friendships I can have from a place of fear. You know what I mean? Or from a place of, like oh, you're going to want something out of me. You know, I just, I always, I guess I, I want to come into friendships, no matter who it is and who they are, I want to come into it just open at the possibility of, like, what a, a friendship, a platonic friendship can bring, regardless of the sex of the person. And by doing that, you just, you communicate clearly. Right. Because you, with, with other heterosexual men, like, you communicate clearly that it's like, you know, I'm with my husband. Yeah. I am happy. Yeah. It's like there's no room for interpretation there. Yeah. Um, and I guess the big takeaway is that, and I made a note of this, that's why I'm looking out to the side. Yeah. Um, there can be different interpretations to the same experience. Mm. And so whatever relationship that you're in, just remember, even though you're interpreting it a certain type of way, there's no guarantee that the other person is interpreting it the same way that you are. Yeah. And or having that same emotional experience. And, and it really is, it really does come down to communication. I mean, I'll, to piggyback off of that, when you and I, so our interpretations of how our relationship started is different. And I think that, so that's, I think that's a good way to put it. So to me, I feel like we were friends first, right? That's how I see it. No, and I think you're right. I think we were friends first. But. But in my head. See. <laughs> I was yeah. hoping that something else would, would come into it. Like, I mean. I, I, I seriously did not cons ever consider it until you posited that to me. Yeah. To me, you were always just my friend. Like, oh, this is my wow, friend that's Chris. that's a perfect example. Yeah, like, this is my friend Chris. Um, we're hanging out. 
you know we would get dinner sometimes or whatever like looking back it's like girl you foolish but like i understand like to me no, no, no. to me it was purely a platonic thing and like oh this is cool i finally like i have someone i can hang out with here in san antonio and like whatever and then you were the one that posited to me like oh hey by the way just so you know I am interested, like, I am actively pursuing you. I don't know if that's coming across. And I was like, oh, let me meditate on that and figure out how I feel. So the relationship at that point was Schrodinger's relationship. Schrodinger's, Schrodinger's cat. So it was both, <laughs> well, no, because it was both platonic and not platonic. Uh -huh. So it, it, it had the potential to be both things. Mm -hmm. And so I wasn't going to force a relationship onto you if it didn't feel right. Yeah. And so... I was laying the groundwork down for a relationship, um, platonic or not. But the feeling that I got from the, the couple of um, just interactions with you before we were dating or just going out here in San Antonio, um, I felt a certain type of way about the potential for the relationship. Mm -hmm. We went on a couple outings. I'll call them outings. Yeah, sure. Um, and I mean, I still felt that. I felt that you were still very easy to talk to. I felt that this could develop into something else. And so I posited that to you, mm. right? But if that, were, that could have easily not been the case and I would have thought, oh, well, like she's not interested in me. I'm actually not interested in her. So this is actually a relationship, but I wouldn't have invested that much more time into it. Mm. You could have said, oh, well, do you want to hang out? And I'm like, mm, no, because there's nothing in that for me. I would have just like stayed home wow. or something. Okay. I guess that's like, that's like the bare, uh, like essence of the, the situation then. Cause it's like to you, if I had said no and then yeah, still wanted to have the same level of like friendship. It's like, it would have been deprioritized for me. Yeah. Whereas like, I think for, for me, for women, even if it is a no, I'm still like, I'm still vested in you as a person. Sure. So, I mean, again, you know? we come back to the beginning of the podcast yeah, where yeah, yeah. it's like, oh, you're like the resource, even if it's like, oh, we're just sharing experiences. Right? Yeah, yeah. But for me, totally. there's no, I'm not, there's no investment coming out of that. Yeah. I'm sorry. There's no interest coming out of the investment for me. Um, wow. Or it's like, oh, it's just a friendship. And it's like, yeah, friendship is good, but yeah. Yeah. That's so interesting. Wow. Blowing minds here on the Beastcast. Blowing my mind. Yes. Mm. A little bit. Yeah. Well, so then my, mm, that gives me more questions. No, we're already so long in the past. Sorry. The are we? Yeah, I guess we are. Yeah, so keeping this, all of this in mind, that just makes me feel a certain type of way about you in regards to just like our first initial interaction because you were technically with someone else. So you're just like, you're, I mean, you're proving your point even more so. No, so when I, when I interacted with you, uh -huh. there, was, there was nothing. Oh, okay. I mean, I thought of you as, as a person, but mm -hmm. like I just I thought about like, oh, she's really cool to talk with. I wasn't like doing like a little mental like filing cabinet. Okay. Of like, ooh, potential love interest for the future. It was just like, oh, she's really cool. Yeah. Done. Oh, okay. But it was only when the relationship was like, we, like getting down to its last legs. I was like, oh, yeah, this is ending. I was like, oh, wait, Halisa stole like a thing. Like, oh. Oh, I really want to pursue that. <laughs> like, I want to, I want to see how that turns out. Oh, that's interesting. Interesting. Okay. Because she was, it's like, and she's in San Antonio. Oh, that's really weird. Yeah, let's do that. <laughs> see where, I don't know. And I was lonely. I mean, Jesus, I'm an introvert. 
<laughs> Did you see my first apartment? It was terrible. Yeah, it was bad. It was super bad. Yeah. Um, it was okay. Depressing. All right. This is just fascinating. I just didn't think about it this way at all. Or you can just think that I'm a giant pessimist, which I kind of am. You are. You're just and very so I negative. just I think about everything in a people. negative light. Yeah, sure. Yeah. I which... just don't feel people can be purely friends. Mm. I think it's and it's not even if you want to remove gender out of it. It's like sure. I think people will always feel like they can get something else out of you. I feel like men will think, men will be the first to do that before women. Wow. But I think that everybody's capable of it. Mm. Excuse me, I'm so burpy. Dang you, LaCroix. Wow, okay. Seltzer. I mean. This is a look of realization. Yeah, it is. I think, I guess for me, it just, you're not wrong. Like, you're not wrong. But I guess for me, I just don't want... I just don't want to live in a world, <laughs> you know what I mean, where that's the case. You have navigated, but you're right. You have navigated this world in the relationship or in our relationship mm-hmm. with no ill effect. So I don't think after this conversation, you should treat anybody else any differently. Yeah. I'm just saying, to answer that question, yeah. I feel no. We, yeah. Men and women cannot have a platonic, a strictly platonic relationship. What do y'all think? <laughs> so that was fascinating. Yeah, what do y'all think? Because I don't know. Mm. I guess, I don't know. I have no answer for this one. Do you think people of the opposite sex, speaking in heterosexual terms, I guess, can be platonic friends? Yep. And if you think so, why? I still think they can. I think it's just a matter of communication up mm. front. And like, here's what I gained from this friendship. Here's what I hope to continue to gain from this friendship and nothing more. Uh, if you're looking for something more, you know, align me to where I need to be in your life <laughs> so that you are not looking for something more, you know? Well, and the other thing is, as a married person, it's like if there are problems in the relationship, like if it's, let's say it's like a knife, right? Mm. Originally, if it's a well-built knife, it's like very seamless edge, cutting edge to that knife, right? Mm. Over time in the relationship, you know, you're hitting other things, hitting sharp things, hitting things that are um, harder than the knife. Mm -hmm. And so you get little like little chips along the edge, right? Mm -hmm. And so let's say that over time, um, you know, you find somebody else and they can fill in those crevices in the knife, you know? And so it's like, I don't want, I don't want to have the relationship in a place where you can feel like you need somebody else, you know? Wow, Like that's, and that's where um, affairs happen. Yeah. It's like, oh, you're not happy in the relationship, but you're in this like other seemingly platonic relationship. Yeah. But then all of a sudden they can fill a need that you have. And again, it's just all about communication. So yeah. if you and I are not communicating well, then you will go to somebody else and there will be like a shift in the communication and then maybe the affair, the affair starts. Wow. So. Dang. You need to be on your P's and Q's. Otherwise, it's just like a snowball effect. 
Ooh, I mean, it just I, I mean that makes sense, but then to me, it's like, ooh, you're just like waiting to get got, you know. I feel like it is all about just having a good dialogue with people, like mm-hmm. just just having, just knowing where you stand in relationships. You know, and now, okay, so when you say that, that makes me think of just from the married perspective of it. I bring you up a lot. But I bring Mm. you up a lot to everyone. And then coming from this idea of like, a lot of my friends are queer. So anything's possible with anybody (laughs) in my realm of friendships, you know? Um, And so, yeah, I bring you up a lot, you know? And I think, I think to a certain degree, that's a, to a certain degree, it is subconscious because like you're my best friend. So like a lot of my life revolves around and with you. Um, But then I think in some degrees, to some degree, I, I would be remiss if I didn't acknowledge that to some degree it is a very conscious thing sometimes too. Just to, I think, just like in a subtle way remind people like, I'm good, that's not why I'm here, you know? So, fair enough. Same Z's. All right, in the comments below, let us know how you feel about this. Yeah. And uh, we'll see you next week, bye. Bye.